Light 1.0 Chapter 12 Enlightenment with a little e I need to be perfectly clear, to shed some light on something. When I refer to enlightenment, I am talking about those little flash light bulb moments that illuminate and grant glimpses of the universal, all-encompassing, Big E Enlightenment, not the Big E Enlightenment itself. Portals to enlightenment, if you will, particles of enlightenment. Those moments in which I perceive a profound and new idea or fact from an entirely fresh perspective, something that changes an aspect of my life or grasp of reality, forever, something that spins my life around and shoots me off in a whole new direction. I love those moments. I see my life as a road map of short day trips between such enlightened flashes. But never have I presumed to think that any of my little e enlightened moments represented the final journey the all-encompassing understanding of everything enlightenment, the final enlightened view. From time to time for a brief instant, my enlightened moments feel as if they might have brought me to full big E enlightenment. They encompass a realization so huge that I imagine I understand all that is to be understood and need learn no more. I am one with the world, in perfect peace and harmony. I have reached perfection, seen it, achieved it. It is huge. A brief time later, always, I am laughing at myself. I may have realized that my profound enlightened moment is a mirage, and not profound or enlightened at all, or... I have grasped that though profound and meaningful, my moment is just another link in the chain of truth and reality discovery. I have comprehended that the road to full understanding of everything in the universe, that is, my concept of enlightenment with a big E, still lies an infinite distance away. In that instant, I am reduced to a tiny fleck in the dark and infinite chaos of facts and ideas once again. One such little e enlightened moment occurred when I read a study in the newspaper about the scientific finding that men listen with only one side of their brain while women hear with both sides of theirs. Later, Sissy and I were on the phone commiserating about the difficulties we were having communicating with our respective boyfriends, and I shared the article with her. She articulated our mutual moment of excited enlightenment. Why, that explains everything, doesn't it? she exclaimed. Together, Sissy and I reveled in the belief that we finally understood men, that in so doing we had achieved mutual, big-e enlightenment, 
about the universe and all of its workings. A few weeks later, the glow of enlightenment dimmed when I learned that my then-current boyfriend had commenced an affair with the secretary at his work after discovering she came from a very wealthy family. Sissy and I commiserated long distance on the phone again and were forced to admit that while the brain study certainly helped us to comprehend men better, it did not explain everything about them after all, and it certainly came nowhere close to explaining the universe. My encounter at the neighborhood community center when I was fourteen had been another such little e-moment. The counselor's advice to me that I was not the one with the problem, that my parents had the problem due to their addictions to alcohol and drugs, precipitated a major change in thought and life direction for me. I flew high on that enlightened moment until I reached home, shared my news with my parents, and was met with vacant stares and a conceptual wall. I crashed into that wall of denial. And when I stood up and dusted myself off, I realized it was not a big e-moment at all. Yet as the weeks and years went by, I realized it had been a most important little e-moment. While my parents continued to deny the reality of addiction in our home, I did not. My eyes had been opened. I started down a new path of illuminated discovery and transparency myself, and my world would never be the same again.